Hello and welcome to the Making Sense with Nikhil podcast. Just a quick note before we begin today's episode. Nothing in this podcast should be considered as financial advice. If you are ever in doubt about your financial situation, please reach out to a qualified financial advisor. With that said and done, let's get into today's episode. everyone what's poppin in my previous episode i explained step 3 of my formula which was passively investing in index funds i hope you enjoyed listening to that and today i want to talk about the other strategy of investing money in the stock market which is active investing although this is not part of my three step process of reaching financial independence it is important to know the difference between the two So in today's episode I will try to make sense of what active investing is its upsides and its challenges. Let's get on with this. What is active investing? Active investing is the art of picking a handful of companies to invest in with the intention to outperform or beat the index over a period of time. In simple terms, passive investors are, are aiming to match the performance of the index, but active investors are aiming to beat or outperform the index. Active investors and active fund managers, they hope to buy stocks of companies that they predict will do well and they want to avoid companies they feel that will not do well in the future. It's more of an hands-on approach which requires investors to consistently make right choices and monitor their investments more frequently. than passive investors the upsides of active investing the first upside is flexibility when actively investing you have the choice to select companies or industries to invest in this process is basically called stock picking a lot of investors like to have this option because they can only pick companies that they believe in they'd like to invest in companies that match with their morals and ethics and they would also want to take advantage of ongoing trends in the market the second advantage of active investing is the opportunity to make massive gains apart from flexibility the other advantage of active investing is to make these unimaginable profits which you could not make through passive investing The strategy here is also sometimes to make concentrated bets to take advantage of market situations and prices and so much more. There is also a chance to see these gains quicker than passive investing. In my previous episode uh, on passive investing, I spoke about how you could expect a seven percent return, and that is just a stat based on the the average of the last ninety two years of S and P five hundred. With that seven percent, it would take you ten years to double your money. Now let's look at a few things that have happened in the last 12 months. If you were an active investor and you invested in Jan 2020, this is how your investments would look like by the end of 2020. Tesla had a return of 743%. Etsy, which was an e-commerce company, had a return of 300%. Other companies like PayPal, Amazon, Apple, all of them had returns over 75%. This was just a one-year performance. Now, if you look at a longer-term horizon, let's say of ten years, companies such as Netflix has flipped twenty-six times. 
Amazon has flipped 16 times and Tesla has flipped 120 times in the last 10 years. These numbers are mind-boggling and this is the exact reason why active investing looks so tempting. Now, everything sounds so amazing, right? But what makes this look like a bad idea? Why is this not step three in my formula? Well, being an active investor is not easy and that is why only a small percentage of people succeed to beat the market. So active investing has its own challenges. Let's start looking into them. The first challenge is that you have to be right. It requires you to be right more often than not. There are approximately 3,500 companies which are publicly traded in the US market. Picking a handful of stocks, you know, having to buy them at a low price and selling them at a high price is not an easy task. Even if you've put all the hard work uh, through your research and all the studies you've done and everything makes sense on paper, there is no guarantee that things will go your way. Let's talk about real life examples. You've probably heard of Kodak. It was the market leader in photography and films for decades. It was an attractive investment for a lot of people, but it did not keep up with the disruption of the digital industry. In 2012, it filed for bankruptcy. This was a company that ruled the industry for decades and it ended up losing in just a few years time. Uh, let's compare Kodak to something more current. Let's talk about Apple. A lot of people might want to shoot me when I say this, but Apple has been ruling the tech space for a pretty long time, right? It is a cash rich company. But let's say hypothetically speaking, it is not impossible for something to go wrong with Apple. A series of bad products, scandals, malpractices, and so many other unfortunate events can deteriorate its stock price. Also, we cannot rule out the possibility of a Huawei, Samsung, or Microsoft dethroning Apple over the next few years or decades to come. So in conclusion, the message is if you're actively picking stocks, you require a lot of things to go your way. The second downside of active investing is that it is a really time-consuming and energy-consuming process. Sure, you can invest your money in companies that you like, like Starbucks, Nike, Coke, or Apple, because you love their products. But like I mentioned uh, previously, that to the right way to invest money in a company is by heavily studying them through a system of analysis. This might require hours of study and dedication, weekly or even daily, so if you're someone who is constantly fretting whether you should buy, sell or hold a stock, you better have a high tolerance for stress. Warren Buffett had once said, if you don't find a way to make your money while you sleep, you will work until you die. But your investing journey shouldn't be keeping you up and worried. The idea is to make money for you while you're sleeping. If active investing keeps you up at night, it defeats the purpose of investing in the first place. The last challenge I would like to talk about is battling with our emotions and biases. Benjamin Graham had once said, the investor's chief problem and his worst enemy is likely to be himself. In this world, we are moving more and more towards AI, but the fact remains that we're still human. Active investors often face the roller coaster of emotions where they're affected by their own biases. These biases can potentially cloud their objective judgment and make it more subjective to the process. 
how many times have you felt that you took a decision differently because of the manner in which you received the information or because of the circumstances you were in let me give you an example i saw this amazing video on youtube the other day uh, the ipad was being launched in 2010 by steve jobs who is undoubtedly the best presenter on stage after he introduced the product and its features it was time to reveal the prices of this newly launched ipad and before this launch there was a lot of talk going around the pricing of this ipad people were thinking it's going to be super expensive so when he was presenting the prices he had a huge blue screen right behind him and in on that screen there were huge letters stating dollar 999 and then he goes i am thrilled to announce to you that the ipad pricing starts not at dollars 999 but at just 499 and the audience erupted cheering out for him if you notice what happened here the crowd initially thought that the price of the ipad will be 999 dollars but the second he announced that the price is just 499 they were prone to believe that it's priced cheaply the first price that they saw it unduly influenced their opinion about the pricing this phenomena is called anchoring bias this is when people rely too much on the first piece of information that they receive and just like this uh, these biases affect us in our daily routine but these biases also apply in active investing our decision on a particular stock could be a result of an anchoring bias now if i had to cover all the biases i probably would need a separate episode but if you're interested to know more about other biases you can google uh, overconfidence bias loss aversion recency bias hindsight bias and confirmation bias in conclusion both active and passive investing can have emotions and biases involved but when you're actively investing you're closer to being affected due to them instead of being rational so this can be harmful for your portfolio and also your mental peace to wrap up passive and active are two ways that you can invest in the stock market both strategies have their own pros and cons but active investing is suitable for only a small group of investors on the other hand if you want to become a passive investor you don't need to be a financial expert once you truly believe in the power of taking small consistent steps the results will follow just wait patiently also you can be a bit of each as per the bogle hedge philosophy investing actively with up to 10% of your portfolio is all right while investing passively in index funds with the remaining 90% in the end these percentages can be modified by you it is your journey and personal finance is personal but the goal is to be accountable for these choices because at the end of the day the idea is to get a good night's sleep and make the money work for you it's not supposed to keep you up at night i hope this episode made sense you can connect with me on my instagram page at making sense with nickel thank you for tuning in 